Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, everybody. It is late. It is 11.13 p.m. Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of PHNX Coyotes After Dark, the PHNX Coyotes post-game show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here wearing my Sherpa. Petey's in his hoodie. Craig's in his beanie. It's a chilly day here in Arizona. Winter in Arizona. Um, but the the tank lives on at the Shark Tank. Shout out to Charles for that great comment uh, earlier. But the, the tank is alive. This was a must lose for the Coyotes, and they came through. There were it was it was questionable at times, but they came through. You know that probably should have been our thumbnail, actually. Shark Tank. That would have been really good. I know. I didn't think of it until <laughs> the countdown CWP was running. When we were thinking of that. Seriously. I'm gonna. We should just include Charles in the the group text. Yeah, we, yeah our thought process <laughs> in that third period probably wasn't at its peak. Yeah, it started to fade around 9 p.m., buddy. Buddy. Yeah, but I will say that third period. They they at least kept us alive. Like the first period, I was thinking, how are we gonna get through this one? Uh, it's it's late. It's it's a sh- shitty game to start. Two goals against in the first five minutes, and they came back in the, in the third period. Um, gave a gave it a, an effort, and you know what? That's if we're gonna start off on a positive. That's what we want want from this team. We want these close games, one goal loss games. Uh, they defended and and had offensive opportunities right till the end in the third period it was a good effort a one goal loss in regulation to a team that is competing with you for the worst record in the league that this, this loss perfect kept scenario them, it kept them below san jose with a win they would have passed san jose like this this had a lot of implications in the standings mm. yeah. So. yeah yeah and, and, and didn't they play like it didn't they yeah. play like it was a team starting with from an Minnesota? hour difference in time zone? Like, holy shit, the game started at 8. Did they know that? Like, it, it, it's it's again, we talk about maybe this road trip when they played out east and now the central and then the mountain and now they're in the west. I don't know. I, this is the first game in a while now that it looked like they were tired and it, they looked yeah. slow. And that first period was awful. Like they, they were turning over pucks. They couldn't get in through the neutral zone and people while listening on TV, like, Oh, they can't get through the neutral zone trap. 
this is the San Jose Sharks. This isn't the Tampa Bay Lightning. This is San Jose. Like, okay, if you can't get through the neutral, chip and chase and let's go get the puck. They just didn't have their feet moving tonight. They just didn't. And and when you don't have your feet moving, it's hard. But the, the other thing, and you guys both brought this up already, is I didn't give up, which I normally do. I did not give up on this team. Even when it was three to one, I go, you know what? They keep battling back and just wait till the third. And they did have a push again. And it's just too bad they can't start the game like they finish it. And it's not just tonight. It's over and over and over again. That first period has been a problem all season. Yeah. I, was, I think it was an 830. It was an 830 start, not an 8 o'clock start. Wait, by did the I way. say 830? But, but, but who's paying attention to the clock tonight? So not even me, later. I was I'm trying not away. to. I was trying not to think about it. Can you talk to no, Gary about that? And then seriously. again in the meeting, can he can he get daylight saving? He can get a lot of shit done. Can he get <laughs> Gary just like single handedly like moves Arizona to the Pacific time zone permanently? He does. I mean, we are already halfway there. The Senate has already approved it, but yeah, let's House go. of Representatives just dragging its feet. Get it done. Get it done. All right. Well, I'm going to go a little out of order and we're going to start with PD's keys because oh, we're doing ties, that first. Yeah, because it ties into the discussion we're having about starting on time, starting on time, start on time. They have. Do you know what they have? There was one game all season. They won in the Pacific time zone, and that's when they were at home against Florida in the Pacific time zone in November 3rd. It changed two days later. So they have not won on the road, and that includes three games in preseason. They played in the Pacific. So clearly the Pacific time zone. Good thing we moved to the central because that has definitely helped them. Carlson, what did he end up with tonight? He had points, uh, one, just one, just one point. So he didn't roll over him. So I'll give them a half a point on that one. <sighs> power play, power play goal again. It's the second game um, in back to back games. They got a power play goal. They got a five on three. So it was a little bit of a disadvantage, but you get, you get one and a half. I'll give them one and a half out of three. And that's good enough for a three, two loss. Love it. Love it. Let's get into the numbers now because <laughs> there were also a lot of parts of this game where I was very uh, upset thinking, will the Coyotes ever, ever outscore their opponent or outshoot them? I mean, sorry, outscore. Obviously they have. Um, they, they were outshot 13 to eight in the first. They were outshot 15 to five in the second. And Craig, you tweeted that their 23.6 shots on goal per game are the fewest in the NHL by 2.1 and their negative 11.6 shot differential is the worst in the NHL. Um, and yeah, it just, it continues to be a pattern and we continue to talk about it every single night. Um, happy that the power play got on the board. We'll get more into that power play in a minute here, but any other, any thoughts on, on the, just the lack of shot production? I know we have a PD's puck talk on this very topic and we're going to talk about that, that power play that ended up resulting in the eventual goal. But I have to say, and I said this before we went live during that power play, I felt like the fan who's always yelling, shoo, like the, the really annoying one where you're like, okay, coach, that was me, but on my couch tonight, <laughs> many yeah. I mean, they can get more pucks on that, but uh, you know, somebody asked in on Twitter as well. What's what's with the uh, you know the the lack of shots on goal? Honestly, the the most the most honest answer is it's personnel. They just don't have the guys to you know possess the puck for for good periods of time. They're just not built that way. <laughs> they're built with an obvious goal in mind, and that's why they're getting outshot. But you know, you, Petey can dive into this a little more of what's actually happening on the ice. But again, it's just hey, Craig, you're right. not that good. 
No, you're right. It starts with skill and offense. And you look at teams that had, and and if you watched, you know, teams like the New York Rangers, you've got a, 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 a Timmy Panarin who controls the puck. Patrick Kane. I watched him tonight with Chicago Blackhawks. He is not the Patrick Kane of ten years ago, but he's still Patrick Kane, and he can control the puck. You need a guy that has that kind of hands. Keller has it. Keller has it when it's a power play. He's got that kind of time. So the, the, here's the issues for me if they're shooting. One, they turn the puck over way too much. Just whether it's in the neutral zone or the offensive zone, they turn the puck over too much. So if you're going to do that, that's when you simplify the game and get pucks to the net. That's one. Two, they always they they always struggle through the first period. And the lopsidedness starts in the first. Like they're out shot two to one in the first period almost every night. And by the third, they would shoot the opponent. Well, they need to start it's, differently. Yeah. They need to start Too better. They need to have better starts. Deficit. Exactly. And that's a huge problem. And I and I've said this before. I don't like the way this team defends. And I'm I'm sorry. And I, and I'll keep saying they're man on man. When you end up with a defenseman up at the blue line that happened on the the second shark goal again tonight, Gossis Bear was up by the blue line. You're more susceptible to give up more shots because you've got a a forward defending the net front. So. You put all of this together, it, it hurts your your shots against. And shots for, you're right, if they're not possessing the puck and they can't get through the neutral zone because they're turning the puck over, they can't get shots on goal. And that's where the frustration lies. When you're underskilled, and there are a lot of teams that are underskilled, then you simplify the game. You get over the red line. Don't make a pass across the ice. Don't look for Smoltz and Keller to go side to side. Get it in. Get it in over the red line. Get it in and go get it back. Forecheck the puck and then get the puck to the net. They try so many times to make these passes from board to board or through the middle of the ice. Stop it. Just stop it. You're not the Harlem Globetrotters. You're the Arizona Coyotes. Get the puck to the net, simplify your game, and you'll have a better outcome. And these shot tolls may start to go down. Okay. Yep. That's it. Good night. <laughs> Thanks, Katie. Thanks so much for See tuning in. That's all. Um, <laughs> check out all of our, word. our ads in the description below. Um, <laughs> no, but but PD, while we're on this <laughs> subject, oh, I, I, thought you were gonna, late, I thought you were gonna play the bottle for a minute there. Like a little late night kill lifter. I love it. Love it. Well, I'm gonna keep you on the rant train because should okay. we do a little pd's puck talk since it's relevant to this discussion let's, let's get it over it. okay it, it, let's go set the scene though first it's the end of the second period it's three to one and the coyotes are coming out with a, a a power play on fresh ice and you're going okay now they're gonna if they can score in this first two minutes we get a ball game so this is a very important power play and this is what happened and this is when i started screaming at the tv that started right here with clayton keller minute 19 you can see it on the power play left a minute 19 clayton keller is one of your leaders on this team you got a guy look at the net front position of in front of the net like is is that ready for a tip in tap in at the goal he's he's coming downhill which means he's coming from the blue line towards the goal coming downhill perfect shot for this left-handed shooter with a guy in front of the net fantastic so what does he do he passes behind him to Schmaltz. Look how he, he's closer to the net than Schmaltz was when he passed it to him. But what happens, San Jose gets their stick on it, and it goes all the way down the ice. Let's go to the next one. So the next time up the ice, here's Chikrin, who, who shoots the puck every time he touches it. Every time. Except this time. So there's a guy in front of the net. He's got a wide open shot on the power play to let this shot go and look for traffic in front of that. He tries to get the puck to the middle ice. It doesn't work. San Jose gets it. Goes back down the ice again. Then we go to the next one. Matias Michelli, and it's the end of the power play. There's two seconds left. So you know what happens when the clock hits zero on this, Leah? There's another player comes on the ice, and he's behind you. So don't put the puck behind you. 
put the puck toward the net. Again, he's got two players going to the net. He is on the dot. Shoot the puck. There is no other thing to do here. None. He's got three San Jose Sharks behind him and a, four, a fifth coming onto the ice. It's got to go with the net, period. End of story. We talked about Michelle making too many passes. He has to shoot there, period. He tries to behind the back, drop pass, turnover, goes the other way. Shoot the puck. That was it. All right. Is that a little too aggressive? Matthias Matelli don't do shots, Petey. He don't do shots. No, he only does assists, and and he is still leading all rookies in assists with 18 of them, to be exact. Um, Another one tonight on Nick Bugstad's goal. Well, we've been been, Petey. Exactly. I have some news, and you're not going to like it. We've been very negative, um, so we're going to switch to positivity and go ahead and crown our DraftKings king of the game. But I don't think Petey's going to be very happy because it's Uh, not who he thinks it is because our DraftKings king of the game is Lawson Krause. It is not Nick Bukestad, even though the second Bukestad scored, Petey sent the crown emoji in our group chat. Um, But Lawson Krause was amazing tonight, obviously had that goal Three shots on goal, 22-47, time on ice. He continues to be impressive with three goals in his last three games, seven in his last 10, and he leads the team with 13 goals. And for the record, he didn't reach 13 goals last season until February 19th. So he's still on that 40-goal pace right now. Um, oh, boy. And then he can't shave his beard. He just can't. So yeah. Can we go back to that photo for a second? Can we go back to that photo? the king of the game. Yeah. Can we? Yes. DB, DB still here? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that photo. He looks like he could compete in the Scottish Highland Games, doesn't he? That is unreal. Look at him. He's going to be flipping like tree trunks around next. Yeah, Look yeah, at him. He can't know, shave that beard. It's fantastic. He and Liam O'Brien is... are like twins. Yeah. There is there is talk of the shave, Craig. I know you've you've reported on this. What do we need to do? We need to sign a petition. Do we ha- can we have a referendum on this? Can we get something going so he does not? Can we stop the shave? How about that? Stop, stop the, shave. the shave. Stop the shave. Stop I, the shave. I, a buddy, I, I think this all comes down to what Claire wants. Yeah, to be one, honest. <laughs> I don't think any of our opinions matter. Yeah, I agree. well, or Butterpig. For... I wonder if Butterpig like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the rub. Eh, maybe I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. We can ask him. Go on his Instagram page and ask him. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Well, Lawson Krauss continues to impress, and somehow the Arizona Coyotes have been the – this is, doesn't include college teams – the most bearable team to watch um, among the Arizona sports teams in the month of December. The Suns, not great. Wow. Cardinals, not great. Coyotes have more wins than both of them in the month of December. Somehow, some way. Um, wow. So. If you've been placing your money correctly on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, I hope you have been and you've been winning yourself some money. Uh, maybe bet the Coyotes puck line. That's been pretty good lately. Um, maybe you stay away from the Suns and the Cardinals for now. But there's tons of things you can bet on on DraftKings. And right now when you sign up with the promo code PHNX, place a $5 Pre-game money line bet on any NBA team to win their game. You'll get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code PHNX, only a drafting sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And, you know, these late night shows, I always am so, like, I'm still buzzing, as they say, when they finish because, you know, we all, we have a lot of fun on these shows and it takes me forever to get to bed. I've been having a hard time going to bed lately. I really want to try the OGs sleep edition gummy um i've what 
I've heard, no, I've heard amazing things and not only do they work, but they taste amazing. Uh, so I think I'm going to give those a try because everyone in our office raves about them. Um, and, and if you haven't had the chance to try OGs yet, definitely give them a try. The flavors are amazing. They're locally made. Um, and every need you have for them, OGs has for you. So you can find them at your local dispensary, but you must be 21 or over to enjoy. Um, I want to just stick on a few more positive things from this game. We talked about Lawson Kraus. I mentioned Michelli. I mean, we mentioned him not shooting. Continues to, you know, lead the charge among rookies. You wouldn't suspect it. He doesn't really get talked about. Again, he's not really scoring goals. Um, but PD's guy, Nick Bukestad, scored and... You have to say that the Bukestad Kraus Michelli line was the best line on the ice tonight. Yeah, Boogie's headed toward uh listen, he's getting opportunities, so that's a big part of it, but he's headed for the type of production that he hasn't had in like five, six seasons now, where he, he's gonna put up some points this year. I he, go ahead, PD, because I, no, I right. wonder is he, he another guy that could be I, I, he's so good for this team. He's he's like he may be the nicest person on the face of the planet. Um is he a guy that you look to move? Is, does he have any value? Is it worth it? Or is he just – is he worth too much in this dressing room because he's such a good dude? It's one of those things that, you know, Craig, I think when we looked at, at the beginning of the season, I mean, you thought that maybe if he really took off and replicated some of the things he did back in Florida. I mean, the Minnesota stint was more about his physicality and getting on pucks in the offensive zone. It wasn't about an offensive role, and he was the 13th forward, and – you knew he was going to play a bigger role here, and he has. Oh, look at Ogie, by the way. Trade him just like that. <laughs> Bam. Trade him. And he has been a bigger role. I, you know, he's not going to be part of the future. There's no question about that. I just, I'm not convinced that there are teams chomping right. at the bit to get a hold of of Nick Bukestad right now. And, and as much as as I really like him as a player, and I think he does a lot of good things, the role he fills, there are teams that have a guy that's like him, that's younger and faster. Um, so I think it's going to be a hard, a hard piece to trade if it's there and you can trade him. Yes, I, I think you do. But I think if he's going to a team that's going to be competing for a Stanley Cup, he's going to be your 13th forward. He's going to be a guy. Yeah, it's a low draft pick, injury. right? So it's, right. it's, I just don't know so, that it's you know, worth it's, anything to the Coyotes. It's a fourth or a fifth round draft pick. And, and, and I don't know if that, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I don't know if that's, it's that at that point it becomes probably more valuable to have him on your roster here. And I think he's been able to do much more here because of the opportunities he has. And I, and again, I think it's important what he's done inside the room. I think it's important that there's a veteran guy with these young guys coming. I, I see him as a guy that, that will be here till the end of the year. And then I, I hope we get to talk about, is it a guy that you resign um, for another year and, and look at him for next year? I'm on the keep boogie train because I like oh, the fun I'm nicknames. On the keep boogie train. I mean, I like the fun nicknames on this team too. And I like the the Minnesota connection for PD too. And on the subject of good nicknames, Veggie, he's been a subject for every game for the last few here. Um, I felt like he had another pretty good game tonight. He didn't face those 40 plus shots like he had been. But I, I got to say, you guys, in the beginning, I was concerned you published your story today, the two of you on gophnx.com. Um, what's made Veggie's game so great? A really good breakdown. If you haven't read that, um, if you're a diehard, go check that out on gophnx.com. And I thought, uh-oh, <laughs> the curse is here. But he uh, he uh, he did what he needed to do tonight. I want to make 
make something clear here that it, it's Petey's influence that's the curse because we see what's <laughs> happened with walking and talking. Yeah, walking and talking. Oh. But oh. walking and talking is, is like a brief drop a, off. Yes, it's a seed. You plant the seed, water and sun it, and it takes a little time. Like Keller fell off a little bit, then he gets a hat trick. Just saying. So hang in there, fish. It's coming. Schmaltz. <sighs> Schmaltz. Yeah, Nick Schmaltz, Schmaltz talks to Petey, and then he he collides with the uh, skills coach in practice, and yeah, I'm we're going to lose him for a while. So, yeah, but the veggie thing I, related, I, I don't you. know. The first five minutes, Leah, I agree with you, but after that, if not for veggie again, this is four nothing, maybe five nothing at the end of one. Like he made some unbelievable saves after that start, and if you look at the goals that go on on him. And it's funny because it's it's almost and I got to do this big study help help and Craig out with this article. I got to look up every goal he's given up this year, and and the first one's screened, screen and tip. He has absolutely that puck is going wide of the net. That's a hell of a tip. The second one's off a funny rebound, and the the third goal, the winning goal, it looks like it's off a rebound, but it's another one. I call it a broken play because it doesn't get to him. It hits a player somewhere else in front of him, and then it goes directly to an opponent's stick. Like. There's no way to defend that for the goaltender. It hits somebody and it goes on a stick. And that's, I honestly, it's the seventh or eighth time that it's happened this year to him where it hits somebody and goes right to an opponent's stick. There's absolutely nothing he can do there. And he held him into this as one goal a game and he's over 30 saves again. And I was watching this game on the illegal stream that PD sent me. <laughs> we just implicate us all. Is the FCC watching this right now? Well, if Bally would let me freaking stream on their website, I won't have to do it. Um, and there's a live chat that goes on the side. And oh. it was cool because at one point, this game was the only NHL game on. So there were like 4,000 people watching it. Um, and people were like very impressed by Veggie. And it's cool. We talked about him getting, you know, maybe some more national recognition playing against these East Coast teams. But it was cool to see people um, talking about Veggie. And that whole chat was talking about, oh, like what could the Coyotes get in a trade for him? So it was just cool to see that uh, outside of, you know, our little Arizona bubble here. I know we yeah. talked about that a lot. The views expressed by Leah Merrill on this show do not necessarily <laughs> reflect the views of PHNX Sports. I just want to make that clear. Okay. What, my illegal streaming? What? Craig, what? Supplied by Steve Peters? No idea. Uh, <laughs> Did you see that in the chat when they said, is he the all-star representative from the Arizona Coyotes? Thoughts? That's, that's tough because... Because he's a goalie? Yeah, he's a goalie, and you're only going to take how many and. Is he really going to get the recognition? Because what will people look at? Will people be looking at goals saved above expected? No, they won't. They'll, no. What's his save percentage? What's his goals against average? That's all they'll look at. I'll say this. If there's ever chance for a Coyote goalie to make it in the Central Division, it's this year. Because if you go through the Central Division, it's Ottinger. And I think Ottinger is the guy. Yeah. I mean, he, he's the best goalie in the Central Division. Winnipeg? Halibut's not having – I mean, he's, he's good. But yeah. they'll send other representatives there for sure out of Winnipeg. You, you know, you got Connor up there and Shifley's having a good year. Colorado, do you think Colorado Avalanche is getting where they are because of the goalie? So I'll say no. Minnesota hasn't had outstanding goaltender. Neither has Nashville. St. Louis. Jordan Bennington's insane. So yeah. no, they won't take him. So boy, how do you know? And Chicago? Who? Uh, oh boy. So they honestly oh, maybe. That, that, I think Wow, that's, that's a good conspiracy print, theory. Let's print the let's print the flyers. I'm all in. I think that's actually a fantastic choice. Except for Jacob Chickren. Because if he's not traded by then, let's just send him and, and boost his stock um, <laughs> by sending him to the All-Star game. I'll start the 
Jacob Chickers. Just saying. <laughs> My guess. That's hilarious. They'll be Clay Keller again. Yep. No, I'm I'm on the veggie train. I'm all in. I'm 100 <laughs> percent all in on the veggie train right now. <laughs> Just like he shows up and everyone's like, "Who is who? who? <laughs> Eat your yeah. veggies, everyone. Eat your." But I like it. I, I I do like it, and I actually think. Can you imagine his showcase in a three on three game? I actually like that. I think he'd be elite. So I'm on. I'm all on board. I love it. Um, I I'm I'm on board too, PD. Uh, let's let's get the campaign started. A uh, couple final thoughts on this game before we move on to some other Coyotes adjacent topics. Uh, Chickering and Mosier both hit posts in the final seconds. Chickering still had those. You know, shot attempts, shots on goal. Gossespierre had some shots on goal. The the defense was definitely getting involved in the offense. We've already talked about just the lack of shots on net. But do you guys have any final thoughts, takeaways from from this one before we move on? Mission accomplished. Yeah, agreed <laughs> for the tank. I just think it's time. It's time when you're when you're 27 games into the season, you start seeing the same things over and over and over again. It's time to correct those things. And this shot total and and starting off poorly in the first period, at some point that stuff's got to end because you know you don't want to get these habits when they get through the other side of the rebuild. Okay. Speaking of first period, we're through the first period of the season now. I know that we're officially a third of the way through. Really. Yep. Oh, boy, howdy. <laughs> Let's go. Get the boy howdy counter going. Um, well, <laughs> coming into this game, we were blessed on the Arizona Coyotes Twitter with another edition of What's in the Box featuring Jacob Chickering. So roll the tape. We got this video of Jacob Chickering walking in to the arena in San Jose or leaving the hotel. What's in the box, you guys? What's in the box? I feel like it's it's after dark. This is where the vampire theory was born. We know about Jacob Chickren's insane diet. So, Craig, I'll start with you. What's well, in the since, box? Well, since they're in San Jose, I'm going to go with raw great white, great white heart. Oh. Oh, buddy. I was going to say sh- like a shark. <laughs> Like shark, some sort of shark. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with Leah too. I, I think it's some kind of raw shark for sure. Mako shark's it's, good. I, it's good stuff. Mako? What? Mako shark's good. You ever had Mako? No? You guys no. are looking at me blankly. Wow. Yeah, no. Okay. That's a bougie thing. You probably get that with your Pellegrino. Well, yeah. But... They don't have that at McDonald's, Craig. I, I, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> But do you notice this as they film these guys going from the hotel to the bus? That's when you get the box shot with him grabbing the box. Do you notice how many other players have a box of food? None. No, none. They have a lot. will have a special There's diet. A lot of buddy. coffee. There's a lot of coffee, but not many people are taking to go doggy bags from the hotel except Jacob Chicker. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So we've what got, is he doing? Is he, call, got... is he calling the chef? <laughs> I think it's a hotel prep and raw. I, Listen, I swear, I don't know. If you're a vampire, your hands are cold. So if you hold the box in your hands mm-hmm. and your cold hands, you're keeping it cool. You know what I'm saying? Well, that might be it. Okay. So you guys just think it's some kind of shark. That's what you're going to go with. Just some well, kind of shark. Somebody said monkey brains, vampire food. I'm, re- I'm reading the comments. I'm reading the comments. Yeah, no. Okay, well... I know. I I think I do know truly what it was. I think it was Chop Shop. 
Um, and oh, Chop Shop. I that mean, it. listen, Chop Shop is not the crazy level of Jacob Chikrin's diet, but it is very healthy and it is very delicious. And we all had it on Monday at the PHNX offices. Chop Shop delivered us lunch. You guys keep missing out on these Monday lunch deliveries. Um, I got the sesame steak bowl. Amazing. Cooked steak, by the way. Um, if you haven't tried Chop Shop, try it. Also, their lemonade, amazing. Probably too much sugar for chicken, but that's okay because I love it. Um, so check out Chop Shop if you've never tried it before. I highly recommend, um, and there's locations all over the valley. So check that out. And uh, we talked about some reoccurring themes, you know, Michelli assists, Jacob Chicken shots on net. So these are all things that if you wanted to win yourself some money in a different kind of way, you can play the Pick'em game on Underdog Fantasy, select higher or lower, and player point totals. Um, you can also play Daily Fantasy with hockey, with football, with basketball, with soccer. It's a lot of fun, and it's a lot easier than managing a, a season-long fantasy team, much like mine, which has been suffering. And by the way, <laughs> Sean's fantasy hockey team which we'll get more into on Saturday, is called Tage Against the Machine after uh, Tage Thompson. But we'll leave the Buffalo talk for another day. Oh, boy. Um, but, but like I said, try out Daily Fantasy instead. It's a lot more fun sometimes. Um, and, and check out Underdog because they have an amazing promotion right now. When you sign up with the promo code PHNX, Underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com or download that app today all right couple other notes to get to there's sean in the chat knew knew that would happen a couple other notes to get to um one piece of coyotes news that happened this week is that uh, the team placed dyson mayo defenseman dyson mayo on waivers and he cleared waivers and i know there were some questions and and confusion maybe about what went on with this move, Craig? Do you have any more insight on this? Well, he's he's not in Tucson yet, but my guess is that at some point soon he's going to head down to Tucson to play some games. So because he just he just hasn't been in the lineup very often, so that's a tough situation for him. Uh, the other interesting aspect to this, of course, with, with Connor Timmons having a three point night for the Leafs tonight, people were like, "Well, couldn't they have just waved Dyson Mayo yeah. before kept Connor Timmons?" It's it's interesting. I I really still don't feel like I have a full grasp, and we. We talked about this before. You hadn't seen enough of Connor Timmons, and, and I know he hadn't shown much here, but it was interesting that they sort of gave up on a big right-handed young defenseman that soon. You hope that one doesn't come back to bite him. Uh, I, I thought that there were other moves that they could have made to at least uh, afford him some opportunity to play, but they didn't feel like he was ready to play in the NHL. So you got to trust your own scouting of a player. You got to trust your own evaluation. And, and, I mean, we haven't said it before, but I guess this speaks to what they think of the player's potential. They they, they just don't think Connor Timmons is going to be that valuable a player. Yeah, I'll make one statement on, on Connor Timmons. We liked him, but we didn't see the progression that I think we thought we would at his age and, and yeah. his injury stacked up. He's playing for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And the Toronto Maple Leafs have a few more <laughs> offensive weapons than the Arizona Coyotes, for one. 
Two, he's playing a much different role right now because of the injuries on this Toronto Maple Leaf team. He's playing more minutes than they were than he's going to be playing even in Toronto in a month because he's not going to play the same minutes now that he's playing in the future there because of all the injuries. He is forced to play more and in different situations than he's normally going to play here or in Toronto. So I, I, I like Connor Timmons. I just let's. I mean, I I read somewhere Canoris. Yeah, me too. Timmons. Slow your roll. It's, it's a handful of games. Give me a break. Yeah, and it was a seven nothing, and it was a seven nothing win over the Anaheim Ducks, who I have beef with because will they ever win another freaking game? No, it's a Fox. perfect night for the Coyotes. With, out. Just answer the question. Yeah, I agreed. It was another perfect night for the Coyotes losing against the Sharks. That all the Ducks had to do was win, and and Columbus lost too. So. At least the Coyotes did what they needed to do, but I'm just starting to get fed up with these other teams down at the bottom. Pick it up, boys. Let's go. Let's Blackhawks go. Too. Blackhawks are just awful, too. So yeah. Look at that. Leah's face just froze, by the way. And the, I know. I wish I told we you had that. that. Do you see that screenshot? I wish we had that screenshot. I, know, I mean, like, it is a I YouTube video that times. someone could rewind and screenshot. No, I've just tipped them off to that idea. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> What's the timestamp on this? Exactly. We'll just we'll just move I'm not on. Not working and, that hard. Let's move on. It, yeah, I agree. Staying um, around the NHL and on the subject of the Chicago Blackhawks game tonight, obviously we have to mention Alex Ovechkin scoring his 800th NHL career goal tonight. Absolutely unbelievable on a hat trick too. Um, super impressive. He's now just two away from breaking Gordy Howe's record and going into second place. There's only three. NHL players who have scored 800 career goals. And uh, there's this cool chart. We have it um, on a background. This is from NHL stats that shows goals against every opposing franchise for Alex Ovechkin. And I just wanted to pull this up because I thought it was interesting that of all the NHL franchises, and this includes Seattle and Vegas, who he has scored five and three against um, the Coyotes. He's only scored 10 goals against the Arizona Coyotes. And I know a big part of that is you know, the, the conference, the Western conference, but just like as a visual looking at this, seeing the coyotes down there, thought it was interesting, even though one of the most iconic Alex Ovechkin yes. goals ever was against the coyotes. Oh, but no, no, I just no. thought this was a really cool graphic and just a really cool achievement that I wanted to make sure we highlighted two notable things. Um, first off the NH- NHL media relations tweeted out uh, just a number of notes. He is. He had the fewest amount of games required to get from 700 to 800, and obviously wow. not, not a lot of players have done it. But that means he did it a lot faster than than Gretzky and Howe did. Because there's some people out there who are like, oh, I don't know if he's going to get there. Like, I'm, he's going to get there. I mean, if we hadn't had two lockouts, he'd be there already. Yeah. It's unbelievable what these. This guy is the greatest goal scorer in NHL history. Fight me on this. There's no way you will convince me of anything else. When Gretzky played. Goals were so much easier to score. I mean, we see these highlights of like wingers scoring from the boards and goalies standing up and like kicking out the pad and missing the missing the puck. Goaltending is better. The equipment is they're they're bigger. Everything coaching is better. Teams are defending better. There are far fewer goals being scored in this era, and yet Alex Ovechkin is still going to pass Wayne Gretzky and become the all-time leading goal scorer in NHL history. It's unbelievable what this guy is doing. At age 37, he's on pace after 50 goals last season to get 46 this year. And he's doing it without Nicholas Backstrom in the lineup, the guy who gets him the puck. It's unreal what he is doing. 
Yeah. And, and not only that, Craig, you said the lockouts, what about COVID a year and a half of COVID two lockouts, he'd be there for sure. And I was a guy that I thought he'd be looking at the thirties this year, maybe 35 to 39, but he, he gets his, his four goals prior to tonight's hat trick. were all into an empty net. Then he gets the three goals tonight with a goalie in the net. He's going to get there. He, I, I thought there was maybe a chance, maybe no, he's going to get there. He's going to get there and, and it's going to be, live at the mullet so yes so now. we are starting oh. we are starting a lot of campaigns tonight veggies the all-star game lost and Krause, don't shave your beard Did gary bettman move us to the pacific time zone and we're gonna start alex ovechkin goal 900 milestone at the mullet milestone at the mullet in the 2024-2025 season, and nobody freak out. That's only the third the third year. The Coyotes will still be <laughs> the mullet yeah. then, 2024-2025. Uh, God, please, please, hockey gods. That is like, uh, yes. Can I bet on that already on DraftKings? Milestone like, at the mullet. Just I want up, it. Leah. I you need it. <laughs> Just, by the way, this is like the most obscure aside, but it's 1148. So I feel like I can say this like three nights ago. I had a dream that Alex Ovechkin called me on the phone. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> what? I don't remember. <laughs> Wow. So <laughs> you just making that comment made me think about that. I can look that up in a dream book. What does that mean? Oh boy. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's an after dark show for sure. Oh, we got to play this out. I mean, I want to know what he said now. You need to remember I don't this. Know. You need to tap really into your subconscious, know. go to your psychiatrist, and find out what Alex Avedjian said to you on this phone call. I don't remember, but I remember being like annoyed that he was calling me because I was like busy doing something. <laughs> I was like, what do you want? Alex, not now. <laughs> time for you, man. <laughs> all right all right i don't even know how to get out, get out of that one um one other quick nhl note unless you want to save it about the salary cap um the the board of governors meetings are going on right now and we learned that the salary cap was only going up by one million and this has a, a bit of a cause and effect um to do with the coyotes so craig how does this impact the Arizona Coyotes? Yeah, first of all, it's a projection right now. We, do, we don't know for certain. These, these things are always projected. I, it's like five different times during the regular season where people talk about what the cap's going to do, but we don't know until league revenues are in at the end of the season, and part of that has to do with playoffs. So yeah, I know there's been some talk like Jeff Merrick and Elliot Freeman were talking about if some of the big market teams make deep runs, well, that's more revenue for the league, and it might bump, bump the salary cap up. But if it stays at $1 million, that means a tight cap for a lot of people again, and a tight cap for a lot of other teams means opportunity again for the Coyotes because other teams will be looking to shed problematic contracts, and it'll be this, more of the same thing. Like, okay, yeah, I'll take your bad contract, but you also have to send me this draft pick and this draft pick. It's what Bill's been doing for two seasons already. I know he'd love to do it for one more season, and if this holds true, if this projection holds true, then... That could be the case again. We could see another summer like the past two. Yep. It's it's the perfect timing for this to happen for Arizona. Yeah. So, um, all, you know, all good things for now. And, and we've been praying that all the timing of all the things are going to work out in the Coyotes' favor. And on paper, it seems like it's going to, but there's obviously a ton of variables. 
And then the cap bumps up the following year a good chunk when Austin Matthews goes to free agency. I mean, I've already seen oh, I've already yeah. seen comments about it in our chat. Yeah. The people know what's up. And then almost, uh, Tage, like get, Tage against the machine. Tage against the ma- machine comes over <laughs> from Buffalo. Uh, we get the Arizona line: Matthews, Thompson, and, and Doan. I'm all in. I'm all in. And you know what? They should come here because we have four peaks beer. <laughs> and I think that's a, a good sweetener. I think Bill Armstrong should be offering cases of four peaks beer as he's proposing these trades. And I'm just saying, Hey, we'll that's take, how I get paid. we'll take this off your <laughs> hands. <laughs> that's why PD's uh, drinking kill lifter right, right around midnight tonight. Um, check out four peaks, give the gift of beer this holiday season. They have, they still have a limited supply of the beer advent calendars at the A street pub we're halfway through the month, so you can drink through half the box already. And there's been a lot of really fun beers in there. So check it out at the A Street Pub and wherever you buy your beer, a great stocking stuffer. Throw in a Four Peaks beer um, if you're 21 or older, of course. But lots of great flavors. And also Four Peaks, the A Street Pub, they sell shirts too. Really, really great shirts as well. Just trying to give the people some holiday For Christmas ideas. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And speaking of sweetening the deal for for bringing people to Tempe, well, there's Four Peaks. And then down the road, there's Illegal Pete's, which is one of my favorite eating establishments because not only do they have amazing food, amazing queso, they also have a bar um, with phenomenal margaritas. So it's, it's all you can ask for. They're located on Mill Ave. We love Illegal Pete's. They're our new partner. We're super excited to welcome them to the PHNX family. And on the subject of holiday ideas, um, right now, if you purchase $100 in gift cards, they'll throw you a $25 one on the house. So you can buy a bunch of gift cards and then keep that $25 one for yourself, buy some queso and some margs, um, and then be on the lookout for a few informal happy hours with the PHNX Sun Devils crew, including Sean. And then you can talk about Sean's Buffalo fandom with him <laughs> or whatever else you desire um, from there. So... We got through another 8.30 p.m. start, you guys. Uh, hopefully, that's the last one. I haven't looked ahead yet. I'm trying to it's, not I'm think sure about not. it. I'm sure it's not. No. Um, but let's at least see what we have ahead. <laughs> they serve raw liver. No. Uh, let's see what the Coyotes have ahead in the short term here. The Islanders and the Sabres come to town for a back-to-back this Friday and Saturday. Uh, and then, oh, Look at next week. 8 p.m. on Monday, 8 p.m. on Wednesday, 7.30 Come on. Come Whee! on. Enough <laughs> of this. One, two, three, four, five games in eight days. Yeah, what? I mean, and, and PD, you said it at the start. That it seems like the, it's starting to catch up with them. I think yeah, coming home and pl- playing in front of come, – finally coming home, playing in yeah. front of the, the home crowd, that gave them a jolt. And, and winning those two games was huge at home, especially coming off that really long road trip. But I think probably the psychology of just getting on another plane and, yeah. and flying – and then it was a 7.30 start Pacific time, but for their bodies, it was 8.30. Like, that's tough. And, and this schedule has not gotten any easier uh, for the Coyotes. And I know we sit here and, you know, complain about 8 and 8.30 starts, but it it's, takes way more of a toll on the players and, and the staff. Us? Really? The staff? <laughs> yeah, this is a, tight, a tough day. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. No, I thought you were talking about us. Yeah, this is really hard on us. For no, I'm sorry, sorry. 
<laughs> no, it's really hard, and they get a they got to fly again, and we're to the Pacific time zone again. Yeah, and, and against a team that's it's let them play at top home for two top weeks. of the standings. I know they were gone for a month. Let them play for two weeks. You know what? Kinda there's tough. two weeks of games at the moment. You know, you know what's crazy is like, why not right now? Why not right now? ASU's off. Yeah, they're literally off until the thirtieth. So. If you're gonna Gary, Gary, this is where they should have had a long home stand right before the holidays. I don't get it. I know you're so right. That's the least they could have done for making them go through what they did. JMT said there's a game in January with an 8:30 start against the Ducks in Anaheim. Oh my god! Battle of the basement, year two. Let's go. God, LFG. Um, (laughs) All right. Well, I think did we finish a line or do we have one more? On the punch card. I don't even remember. Let's let's look at the punch card. Oh my god, we finished the line. Hey, look at let's that. go. Two wins on this line. Any semblance of a pattern is dead to me. Uh, but if you can find one, let me know. Uh, one more row down. This now it looks like we're we're making progress here on the punch card. HK till draft day. HK. <laughs> we got nothing. <laughs> No, I got, I, got, I, got, I got one more nugget. Every minute that ticks closer to midnight, we're like... I'm just waiting for my one more nugget. Okay. What's your nugget? Can I say it? Yeah. Can I talk about... It'll be quick, I promise. Because Lee and I haven't done it for a long time. We haven't gone down the I-10. And the Tucson Roadrunners... I know, Tucson Roadrunners win 7-2. Carconi with a hat-trick and an assist. Four points. Laurent Dauphin, goal and two assists. Three points. Dauphin. They got Dolphin, they got points in four straight, and they're starting to climb the Pacific Division standings. Way to go, Roadrunners. We'll get back down on the I-10 as soon as we catch a break. But on the subject of AHL, who are we going to talk to tomorrow, Petey? Who? Or is it today? Uh, In in three minutes, it'll be today. We're going to talk to Seattle Kraken Assistant General Manager Ricky Olchek. Where's he from? And why why would you talk to him, Craig? Well, Coachella Valley is going to play their first game in their new arena Against the Tucson Roadrunners on Sunday. So that's kind of cool. Seattle's off to a hell of a start. And Ricky Olchek happens to be from Chicago. I know. From Chicago. Chicago. Which we don't talk about enough because do, are, we, we spend so much time talking Coachella about Valley, Buffalo. A Co- Coachella, Coachella Valley podcast. And we can like do that too. Like that. I, yes, please. Can we go there? And just like, because I heard Palm Springs is really nice. We can go it make it to Burning Man and... <laughs> Oh, PDF Burning Man? Can you see me at Burning Man? I fit right in. That is my jam all day. (laughs) Would you please put that out? (laughs) You kids are up way too late. Would you put something on? (laughs) PD at Burning Man would not go well. Oh, my God. That's unreal. Um, Yeah, so... That was it. Uh, I, got my nuggets uh, side, I guess AHL. like a kind of a side trip down the I-10 uh, this week. Wait, where's this? Where's this coming from? By That's the way, Sean. Yeah, I wonder. The one person <laughs> not on the screen, <laughs> and with <laughs> access to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh my lord. Um, yeah. So, well, I guess a side trip down the I-10 ish. I guess what, what what do you take to get to Palm Springs? Oh, it's like, the, the, the I-10. It's the I-10. Still going on, down the I-10? Yeah, going down the I-10. Love it. Also, I saw a question way earlier in the chat. Um, if I'd come down to another Tucson game this season, I we definitely would love to come to another Roadrunners game this season. We had a lot of fun doing that. Last year, we had a lot of fun in Tucson um, for the preseason game. So on the radar, for sure, uh, once the Coyotes 
slow down playing games every other night um we'll get down there i promise i promise um all right well let's wrap this one up because it's the clock is about to strike midnight and uh who knows what's gonna happen then um so (laughs) we're gonna wrap this up everybody who was here live in the chat with us this late we appreciate you immensely. Please like this video, whether you're watching live or watching back later. And uh, if you're listening on audio, like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, leave us a written note. It really means a lot to us and it really helps us out a lot as well. Be sure to subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube and follow PHNX Sports across all the various social platforms. Like I said, if you haven't checked out PD and Craig's article today on gophnx.com, you got to be a diehard to check it out. So become a diehard today. Get 20% off on merch and events. Check the link in our description for our upcoming event at Dobson Ranch. We were out there today. It's amazing. It just turned midnight. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a phenomenal event. So definitely, definitely, definitely check that out. 20% off if you're a diehard. So lots of perks to becoming a diehard, including all of us getting through this game together in the uh, diehard-only Discord and last but not least, you can follow each of us on Twitter. I'm at Leah Merrill. PD's at S. Peter Talkie. Craig's at Craig S. Morgan. Sean's at Sean underscore DePause. And you can follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Everybody, get some rest. Go to bed. We'll talk to you soon.